0: Part of many superheroes' character arcs is keeping their true identity a secret. By hiding behind a mask, heroes like Spider-Man can do what they feel is right, saving the world without drawing the attention of those who would stand in the way of their mission. This is no different for Peter Parker, aka Spider-Man. Let's talk about Spider-Man's butt. It's undeniable that the vast majority of Spidey's lycra super suits are pretty form-fitting, at times ludicrously so. He falls into the group of characters who, for their lycra suit to make sense, would probably have had to glue their suits to the inside of their butt cheeks just to get that glorious level of suit emphasis definition. But strip away the suit, <laughs> suit Spidey has glued into his butt, and Peter Parker actually has a kind of forgettable arse. That's not to say it doesn't look really nice. His arse is toned and has some muscle, but not in any way that really stands out from any other nice arse that anyone could pick up from a lineup. This is important, because if Spider-Man had such an amazingly perfect butt that it was identifiable by the general public, the chances of Peter keeping himself secret without wearing puffy trousers every day would be far- So an average of nice superhero is a blessing, not a curse. You can have a good butt, but you can't have a memorably perfect ass. So that, that is the entry from Laura K. Buzz's new book, uh, Things I Learned From Mario's, on the PS4 Spider-Man. I was gonna read the Sonic one, but then I realized there was a Spider-Man one in there, so we <laughs> did that one instead. It's all short essays about characters. Uh, butts well, of course, we'll and, uh,
1: we'll save we'll save the Sonic one for the game Grumps. They can do that one. Yeah, we'll give them permission.
0: Yep. So yes, yeah, so also this week is the week we're going to talk about the Star <sighs> Wars sequels. My bold prediction is that it will only take thirty minutes, but. Now that you've seen Rise of Skywalker, maybe it might actually take longer than that. I'm not sure. Um, I marathoned all three in one day.
1: Yeah, it. I. I was. I was only able to see hmm. episode nine because um, I have had no free time. Yeah, <laughs> the past. Like two I guess. Weeks, like we, we. can hold
0: off on talking about Mandalorian season it, two. Like, it's just it had been its last episode. Very busy in the time since, and it was. It was pretty cool, but.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll have to pick that back up. Um, yeah, I don't know if I will have seen time. Wonder
0: Woman 1984 by next time or not. I still, I don't want to sign up for HBO Max, and it just seems like such a hassle to sign up for it and then cancel. So, I haven't decided what I'm going to do. I mean, based on the reviews, it sounds like that plot leak from this year is correct. We is, I mean, I guess according to Brown Wolf over on the server, it's campy and fun. So the dumb plot is okay because it's you know it's presented in a fun way. So maybe it's not terrible, but I mean the plot is stupid. Whether it's uh, you know a fun kind of stupid or a stupid kind of stupid, because um, you know it involves spoilers, a magical wishing rock. But
1: is isn't it weird though? Isn't it weird um, how they would mm. go from World War One um, <laughs> drama, where like. Um, hate is the real. <laughs> it's the plot of Ace Combat Five. Hate is the real enemy. <laughs> um, as long as as long as men exist, there will be war. All that jazz. And then apparently, to a a fun you know rainbow color. Yeah, where there's a magical wishing movie. rock
0: and a corrupt businessman who that's uses it weird. to get on it because it gives him more power. But then they you know show him that he's causing more harm than good, and he turns around on it. I mean, that's the whole movie in a nutshell. There you go. I mean, that and the the Magical Wishing Rock rock uh, brings uh, Chris Pine yeah. back from the dead, so he can do the whole fish-out-of-water thing in reverse, with Wonder Woman introducing him to all the marvels of the 80s. Which, I mean, it, it sounds
1: fun. You mean all the DCs of the 80s. Um, yeah,
0: I guess. I I don't... The joke flew
1: over my head, but I will pretend it didn't. <laughs> I I think... <laughs> I think, <laughs> I I also think we're kind of delayed, oh, so we're kind of talking over each other.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I I have not seen hmm. Wonder Woman 1984. I have read all the spoilers um, and stuff, so I basically know what it's about. Um, and then I did see Pixar's movie Soul because that came out on Christmas, and it was was good. You know, I mean it's usual Pixar. You know, a lot of fun characters and heartfelt plot. It wasn't as much of a tearjerker as some of their other ones have been. I think it has a pretty good balance of fun and heartfelt. But Yeah, because that one basic, I mean, quick sum up of the
1: Yeah, like Pixar has yeah. a way.
0: Yeah, a quick sum up of the plot of that one. It, there is it's like a yeah. middle-aged black man who wants to be He's voiced by Jamie Foxx. He, um, finally gets his big break and as he's walking home he falls yeah except he's not doing a stupid nerd voice he's you know just playing a guy um but he you know he finally gets his big break and then as he's walking (laughs) home he falls down a manhole and dies um so then his ghost goes to the afterlife and runs away from you know the, the conveyor belt leading to the great beyond and he ends up finding his way to the place where all the unborn souls are and like sometimes they assign mentors to souls to help them you know like coax them into wanting to you know join life i guess so he ends up getting assigned to this one trouble one that they just call 22 who um has been like assigned to so many like wise and you know like mother and uh socrates and like all these like wise and wonderful like abraham lincoln like figures from history who have all just given up on this this kid because she's so annoying and she just doesn't want to do anything Uh, and she doesn't you know want to become a person she doesn't want to this like pre-existence um so and he just wants (laughs) to get back to his body because it turns like his body isn't quite dead like it was recovered and brought to a hospital so he can like jump back into it but yeah you know they, they end up like they get Like, for for a good chunk of the movie, like, they they spend a lot of it in that, like, afterlife spirit world thing. And then they go back to the, they go to, like, Earth. But he ends up getting stuck in a cat, and she gets stuck in his body. So then he's trying, you know, like, there's, you know, shenanigans and stuff. Like, the kind of things you would expect from, like, a movie about, like, life. And I guess the meaning of life, kind of. It. I mean, it, it was good. It was interesting how they, how they dealt with that.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah. No. I. I mean, I would. I would recommend it. At this point, you know what to expect from a Pixar movie.
1: Yeah. They. They. It. It seems like it's more similar to Inside Out than anything, just by the sound yeah. of it.
0: Yeah. It's like Inside Out. Like, if the protagonist um, was like an adult instead of a child but also was taking yeah, like, care of a like child. They,
1: it's, it's like a weirdly high concept um, kids movie. Uh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, no. They
1: they get like into all kinds of, you know,
0: like metaphysics, philosophy kind of stuff about like life and the meaning of life and, um, you know, like people grappling and trying to find their purpose in life.
1: My purpose in yeah. life is to eat and then shit and then um, do that again probably
0: Mm. many many times
1: yes (laughs) several times a day yeah
0: Yeah. also yesterday was Christmas so I've got a few video games that did a little bit of each
1: yay I got a nice sweater and a waffle maker hmm so that's uh, in nice. the morning,
0: you're making waffles.
1: <laughs> I already. <laughs> yes, that that is the exact line I used. <laughs> when I got it. Yeah. And also, I did make waffles this morning. They were great. Thank you.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. I have one left. Mm. I will devour it. Um. The next time the sun arises.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean it's. It's still up now, I guess, you know, and it makes it still waffle time.
1: Oh, or does it have to be before the, the sun has gotten the, up
0: higher in the sky?
1: No, the Skywalker, that being the sun, needs to set, and then it needs to rise again.
0: Mm. Yeah, the rise of Skywalker.
1: Yes. <laughs> then we can eat yeah. the waffles. <laughs> and then the title of that movie
0: makes sense. They <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Do we want to talk about video games first, or do we want to talk about the movies first?
1: Can, let's just get that out the way because whether it okay. takes a half hour or three hours, um, mm. I mean, just just get that out the way. We can talk okay. about.
0: Should, should we go in the order or
1: later. Rise of Skywalker first? Sh- sure. I haven't seen The Force Awakens in five years, though.
2: hmm
0: Okay. I marathoned all three, Wednesday last week, I marathoned all three of them in a row. Um, I took more notes on these movies than I have on any of the other sets of movies that we did. Um, Except for Rise of Skywalker, which we ended up, I mean, if you want to see a fun conversation, go on the media box on the Discord, and then search Hugh Fives, you know, uh, H-U-G-H-F-I-V-E-S You'll get the life story of um, Hugh Fives the human pun (laughs) (laughs) That distracted me from watching Rise of Skywalker Because it's such a stupid fucking movie (laughs) I just finished taking a bunch of notes on Last Jedi
1: That conversation was so fun Because it was sprinkled um, throughout people talking about Kingdom Hearts so it was yes. the second stupidest conversation going on, um, and it was, was just more about. sense than
0: any of the King
1: Hearts. Oh yeah. There.
0: At least we like it established so, its yeah. own context for each statement. That you know, like it, oh, yeah, he, his he, his revival tour, Hugh revives was okay. he established what that was when we said, or Hugh live, um I can't remember all the
1: other yeah. he he's got a he's got a cooking show called Hugh Chives where he yep. shows his um his cutlery line called Hugh yep. Knives and uh he teaches swimming at his uh and Hugh Dives. Yes. <laughs> I, I, was just, I was trying to find yeah. the proper framing yeah. for that, but I lost it. Yeah, no, it, it's um, all
0: there in the archives somewhere. But yeah. Uh, let me see. I mean, okay, let me see what I wrote I, on episode 7. I, My general impression...
1: Hmm? It, uh, you were, you
0: were going to say something?
1: No. Um, what, in case anybody doesn't know, we're. it seems like we're very mm. delayed, so <laughs> we're probably going to no, talk over yep. each other somewhat.
0: Yeah, Discord. But it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so Episode 7. Yeah. Um, I mean, my general impression of it was that 2015 feels quaint now, looking back at it. Like, I was just watching it and feeling nostalgic for how things were back in 2015. And just, I don't know, it felt simpler, you know, before. All these other Star Wars movies came along. It was just like, hey, we got this one movie, and it's kind of basic, but fun. It's got fun characters. You know, the plot had some, like, dangling mysteries in it that I remember, like, people talking about and getting excited about, like, hey, what could this be? Where will they go with this? Um, and stuff. And and that's kind of lost now, but, I mean, otherwise, like, I think the movie was still fun. Let me see, what did I write? On that one oh, I actually did write it by huh? not nearly as much as
1: oh, I wrote a I massive remember being paragraph excited about, about Star uh, Wars and but... I, I remember being excited
0: okay let's see notes <laughs> on episode 7 um, okay feeling nostalgic got that one out of the way um, opening crawl Luke has disappeared um, but this movie is like 30-something years in the future, so it's like, oh no, Luke disappeared. Like, when? Like, some, some context, I guess. Would... I mean, it, it works in its own right, it's just, it's one of those things that looking back is now kind of weird. It's just like, Luke wasn't gone that entire time, you know, from Return of the Jedi. Like, there's a huge time gap, and now it's like, and now Luke is gone, and these new bad guys have shown up, and stuff, Like and the Republic supports a brave
1: resistance. I honestly, I yeah, I I think most of the crawls are. Stupid. I mean, the, yeah, they're, they're not as dumb as <laughs> like, like Episode Nine the, is. Super. The, dumb. the framing like, of them the is, the is really cool. Of
0: Palpatine has gone all and told everyone that he's come back from the dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren <laughs> rages across the galaxy, <laughs> searching for the Phantom <laughs> Emperor.
1: <laughs> you remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like watched stupid. it like 3 hours ago and and I don't remember it. <laughs> I just remember the, those those oh. stupid
0: lines the dead speak and Kylo Ren rages.
1: Yeah. Like the 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 crawls have always been um like cheesy and like not a great way to set up the story but they're cool and they go really well with the music so yeah yeah we do them every movie but
0: yeah and like the ones for like seven and nine you know i i kind of wonder if they would have worked better if i like like episode three i feel like that one if you didn't watch the 2D Clone Wars cartoon in between when those movies came out, it probably came out of nowhere that there's you know, the Pal or the the Chancellor has been captured by this robot guy. So when did that happen? It just happened sometime between movies. I don't know. And you first hear about it in the opening crawl. So I wonder if like, like okay, Palpatine comes back from the dead. There's nothing to set that up. Um, but if you know there had been something like some comic or book or something in between to kind of at least give, like, the diehard fan text before the movie came out. I mean, it would require them to have a plan, Jade, Fortnite. Yeah. Obviously, you don't play Fortnite. Well, and I've seen, you know, bits of the Fortnite thing, and that didn't really establish any of the the context of Palpatine coming back from the dead, except that Palpatine is back (laughs) from the dead.
1: Yeah, like, so... So much shit happens um, between movies and the prequels and the sequels that it, it's kind of all over the fucking place. Like, in, mm-hmm. in the original trilogy, it's like, oh, we blew up the Death Star. Now the the Rebels are on the run on an ice planet. But, like, like, yeah, you assume shit yeah. happens in between that time. But you can kind of meter it out in your head like oh they they did the thing they blew up the death star now they're falling back to their base on this yeah. frozen planet yeah we got it yeah and
0: i don't know um, how much in the movie then, itself it seemed like you know years had passed because in i guess it was you know established at some point that three years had passed between those two movies but I don't know if, if in Empire, it seemed like they got there immediately after. Yeah, I mean... like It seemed like they must have had some time, <clears throat> because they were on the base on Yavin, and now here they are on Hoth. So they must have you know, traveled and probably done stuff along the way before they got there. And that Vader has just been hunting them down after he got his, like, ass knocked into space. Yeah, but,
1: but like, that that's... That that's things where you can fill in the gaps in your head. It's not mm. um, super important information mm. that happens off screen. And I get
0: like, like Return of the Jedi. You know, the crawl establishes that there's and a new I, Death I mean, Star, like from, but then the opening scene also establishes that there's a new Death Star.
1: Yeah, like it, it just I it the the original trilogy isn't perfect. It's just mm. very easy to compare it to yeah. the prequels and the sequels favorably <laughs> cuz i mean i mean in in the prequels we we go from you know kid anakin to oh he's like ready to be a jedi knight and then in between episodes hmm. 2 and 3 so much shit happens and, and it it's yeah. just kind of ridiculous um. Like, more more shit happens in in the, like, what, couple mm. years between two and oh, three? Oh, yeah, yeah, all the Clone Wars stuff happened in um, that. Happens between the, yeah, like, more, more shit happens, like, more important shit happens in that, like, two or three year span than, the t- like, the ten year span from one mm. to two. Or, oh, or yeah, yeah the actual
0: time is. Yeah, the only really relevant things in there are Anakin's training.
1: Anakin's training and maybe a bunch of clones were growing in a facility. Anakin's training. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Padme isn't queen anymore. And I think the Chancellor like, was grabbing up more power in that time, but they don't really elaborate on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, any of the but... spaces between movies, they can always do something interesting with. Like, Shadows of the Empire was, you know, between 5 and 6, and did, like, an interesting story, you know, during, like, the short year between Empire and Jedi. But but between 1 and 2, yeah, I can't remember a lot of stuff, even in the old lore, aside from the, you know, children's book series about Anakin's training.
1: Yeah, it, it's... It, it just always felt weird to me that episode one even exists. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's... I, I mean, we, we talked about the prequels already. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't need to get too far into it. But, like, oh, he was just on Tatooine and he built C-3PO. Mm. And uh, then two Jedi dragged him halfway across the galaxy to blow up a mini Death Star. <laughs> I mean, it's not actually Death Star, but it's the, yeah, the it's same the, thing. It's yeah. the same idea.
0: Yeah, you blow up the big ship and it saves the day. Um.
1: Yeah. And like, oh, no, yep. Now he's a Jedi. Did we really need to learn any of that? No. Mm. But I mean, episodes episode three is the only one that really matters anyway. Yeah. So, so <laughs> episodes one and two of the prequels don't need to exist.
0: Yeah. So on Force Awakens my other key point in my notes is that I got a lot of vibes from it that are like the 2012 Avengers movie where it's like you know th- there's a lot of you know just jokes, one-liners, quick pacing, fun characters. The it's a movie that objective you know, if you look at like the fun like the details of it, it doesn't work. But if you just go with the ride, it's a really fun movie. So, I think I think that's why it worked huh. for me, that it's just... Like, even yeah. if it's not perfect, or if it's, you know, a bit cliche, it's still... It's just fun, is what it has going for it.
1: Yeah, like, it it was just very basically fun, and then... But afterwards, I feel like, well... Yep, that was a Star hmm. Wars movie, and nothing else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember at the time, you know, like... like the puzzle boxes had to totally in how they're going to develop that, but then it became clear they didn't have any idea of how to develop that and it's just I mean that that that's something to talk about when we talk about last Jedi, but
2: um Yeah.
1: Yep. Nobody yeah. planned anything out and nothing. Uh, let's see <laughs> else today. That that's th that, that's the Mm. That's the main idea of the sequels. <laughs> Nobody, there's no plan, and nothing matters long term. Mm.
0: Uh, uh, I also have a note: Star Wars babies, because everyone in the movie is so young. It's like all the First Order people are compared to you know, like the, the eight. You know, they had like like actual like middle aged, you know officers and stuff in the Empire. And it's that you look at Hux and he looks like a teenager, or like a you know early twenties, and like everyone in the first order, everyone in the resistance, they're all like super yeah. young. Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, it, would this be a good would, would this be a good time to talk about how Hux is the most useless character in Star Wars history? <laughs> uh,
0: I mean Phasma's kind of got him beat there for being even more useless.
1: True. At least he lived into the third movie but before, I mean, you know... The only important thing, die. Hugs... The only thing he does in the third movie is get mm. shot twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and also, apparently he fed the Resistance like, information yeah. because he was petty. Yeah, like, it, it's... He was mad that Kylo Ren threw him into all in Last Jedi while he was screaming the, at him.
1: It's like, they would have been better just keeping yeah. him as a joke. It. It would have... It would have just made it Mm. easier to bear if he wasn't part of the plot he was just a character that is like a 20 year old brat that just gets Mm. shit on constantly because he's not useful for anything else and then he gets shot and it's like he was like the most incompetent idiot Mm. ever (laughs) so it it's actually kind of sad even though, you know, space Nazi, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also noticed um, th- there's a part in Force Awakens where Snoke is talking and he says "Like there has been an awakening he talks about The Last Jedi and he talks about Skywalker and Rise. So all the titles of this series are dropped in one, you know, bit of dialogue in episode seven just a fun weird bit of nice. review also the only good title of the three titles is last jedi like the force awakens is a dumb title i've grown to accept it it's okay but not a great title and the rise of skywalker is just stupid like yeah, you
1: know, it really doesn't mean anything yeah does it's it? like
0: the whole i mean we'll get when we get into rise of skywalker the the people writing like, this movie yeah like have like a general understanding of star wars but then they've just made like leaps of logic on like what it means to be skywalker what it you know what it means to be a jedi or a sith they haven't looked into like any of the development other people have given to those concepts they are just they're just like oh yeah skywalker yeah he's he's the important guy he's like the hero so he, everyone wants to honor his legacy
1: and And, like all of a sudden, people have the force unleashed, um mm. like level force powers,
0: well, at least Ray does because she's because. Uh, baby palps
1: <laughs> big baby palps, yep spoilers <laughs> the
0: spoilers for a thing we've spoiled in previous episodes of this show for the last year,
1: yep. Baby Ray Palps. <laughs> that, yep. We can't call her anything else. Her, her new name is Baby Ray Palps. Yep. Hello episode title probably.
2: Hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, my other <laughs> notes on Force are
0: Awakens are just you know the usual kind of not really critiques, just like fun plot hole ish. You know, like like when they fire the Star Killer base. You can see the lasers shooting up out of the base behind them. So I'm wondering how much heat that thing puts out, because it probably should have vaporized all of them. If they're standing close enough that they can see this like volcanic eruption of laser coming out of the entire planet behind them.
1: Yeah, physics don't really Star Wars much. Yeah. Um, should we but... move on
0: to Last Jedi? Spoilers, I didn't like it. Sorry everyone who <laughs> likes it or wanted me to like it. I gave it a fair shot and for the first few scenes I was like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I enjoy this. And then it, it just fell apart again.
1: See, I I really would have liked to rewatch it if I had the time. Mm. Because like I I've I still only watched it the one time. Mm. And uh at least I'm I'm pretty sure I have. I might have watched it like pretty soon after it came out, um on like home release, but anyway. Um I'm I'm pretty sure it well the the way I felt about it when I first watched it was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um also really dumb, but still really cool. And then mm-hmm. the more I thought about it, it was like, yeah, that's that's a pretty shitty sequel, even if I do still like the movie. but I'd be mm. curious to see how that would change if I watched it again with the full context of the sequels mm. and
0: yeah I'm just because, looking at my notes and this like, looks like the ramblings of a crazy person. like I kind of just want to well, read it all at once just it to, is oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. I will turn my mic off and just let you um, okay, do your thing. just let me
0: read this entire or, paragraph maybe, and then maybe we'll keep it. break it all down after.
1: Or maybe keep it on and just give like random um, hype messages if the the want comes across. Mm. Should I do but, it in a
0: silly voice? Or yeah, just you do read your it thing. Just, just reading it all like an increasingly insane person, the way it looks
1: like it's supposed to read. Let the force be your guide
0: Okay Um Okay So Yeah so we'll We'll break this down And digest it after <laughs> read, This giant shit sandwich
2: of
1: words Read it Read it as Yoda <laughs> Uh I,
0: I would have to flip all the uh,
1: Um Yeah I know uh, I'm just trying to make it as hard as possible Because I'm a dick mm. Um, Yeah, and if I read it as Grogu, yeah, Yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, read it as Jabba.
0: Okay, (laughs) I don't know that this would sound like Jabba though. Um, hmm.
1: read it in Ewok.
0: (laughs) No, I, I don't speak Ewok. No. Uh, i don't know i mean Um, it's just i guess it's what do i read it in my voice or do i read it in (laughs) Eliza's voice i don't know i can do one or the other
1: just wait okay read it read it in your voice Mm. and then when you get to a part that like really makes you upset Mm. switch into eliza go for the eliza voice
0: I mean, at least yeah. any of these parts that are written you're, in you're all caps the dark side should probably over. be... Well, okay, okay, yeah, so, so that's how we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave all this in because the audience needs yeah. this, this build-up. Because
1: <laughs> okay. anger leads to hatred, hatred leads to suffering, and suffering leads to funny
0: voices. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Hoop! Hoop! They really like that zoom-in shot of real people in the CGI ship. <laughs> Boring designs don't want toys of any of this. Rose's sister saved the Resistance ship from getting blown up, and instead of praise, everyone just yells at Poe? Luke tossing the lightsaber is the biggest fuck-you to audiences who cared about The Force Awakens. got us snuff out that hope. It's all about that hope. Luke sucks. Why is there a dark side place in this world? And why are there books there? Music cue at the start of the movie is literally the same as Empire Strikes Back. Quote, tracking through lightspeed is a big deal until it isn't. We keep cutting to close-ups of this one pilot girl who- oh whoops, she blew up. Leia should have died there. If Holdo maneuvers work, why don't the First Order do them? Why don't people just strap hyperdrive engines to asteroids? Why does everyone glorify a kamikaze suicide run? Archer uses profanity confirmed. Help! Motherfucking help! Holdo giving Poe attitude because he just asked what the plan was. Comes off like a villain, but then we're supposed to like and support her later? Rose is also unlikable. What's with this militaristic, duty-first attitude from the good guys? The whole resistance plan slash goal this time is to get away alive. Poe not telling Holdo the plan is bad, and backfired, but she came out swinging first. So, to fucked the Codebreaker, the new Lando we never got, never settle for less. Uh, the Rey slash Kylo mind link is weird and sets up a shitty romance in 9. So, the dark place beneath the island is just because... balance? Clever twist to have the hype of scum and villainy uh, no, I'll go because 'Cause I'm actually I, I actually compliment the movie this time. It's a clever twist to have the hype of scum and villainy be full of rich assholes, though the suit's aesthetic is kinda of boring and earth-like. Selling weapons to the first order makes you rich, but how slash where do the first order get the money? Did Holdo tell no one the plan? No one on the bridge seems to in on it. Property damage is nothing for a place as rich as Canto Bight. Hey Yoda, don't didn't you tell Luke he was too old to be trained? And now you tell him that he, you told him to pass on your teachings? Ships full of people die while the first order guns them down, and Poe losing some bombers makes him the bad guy. This movie is preoccupied with loyalty and treachery. Dramatic Steam Ironshot uh what? Oh, right. Dramatic Steam Iron Shot taking the piss on intimidating ship shots, Feels spiteful in the context of how much this movie hates Star Wars tropes. Is Rey wearing makeup? Holdo likes Poe? Bullshit. Holdo didn't want to seem like a hero, so she didn't tell anyone the plan and just let people die. The Holdo maneuver wasn't even the plan, it was a desperate retaliation to save the cruisers. For all its vaunted originality, this movie is Empire Strikes Back with the Throne Room scene from Return of the Jedi. What happened to DJ? No resolution. The idea of letting go gets praised, but it's the villain's ideology and he accuses the hero of still holding on. Finn tries a holdo maneuver and is stopped because I guess Rose, flipp- uh, Rose is flipping her position on whether Finn should be absolutely dedicated to the cause or not. Kiss in front of a door exploding and friends dying. Hope Finn has chemistry with Rose, Poe, and Ray, and gets with none of the above. Does Leia realize Luke's not there when he touches her? How does 3PO see the illusion too? Quote, strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you. They really didn't keep to that, did they? Ending is bleak as shit while pretending to be full of hope. Should have uh, time jumped 10 years in the future for part 3 to realistically follow up on that. And and yeah, that's, that's all the shit I wrote while watching the movie. Every time I scream hope in a voice, it's because they sure say "hope." To
1: <laughs> I exp-
0: all the hope stuff is because they say hope. This, like, this movie, this one and Rogue One, are when they were on that train of, like, we need to emphasize hope. It's like, hope is the thing that will save the galaxy. And Snoke is like, they still have hope. I need to snuff out all their hope. And it's like, what the fuck even is, you know, the your hope doesn't mean anything if it doesn't have action. It, it's just a good feeling that makes you feel good. Like, I don't know. I'm just cynical about
1: it. It, it reminds mm. me of God of War 3, <laughs> where, um, like, the, the whole series is basically very bleak, like just people dying mm. all the time for no reason. Then you get to God of War three, and his surrogate daughter um, is like, "Hope is what we have when everything else is lost." <laughs> and then, she, and then she kills herself so he can have a magic power up to kill the Zeus. Magic and, hope <laughs> power up for his dead daughter. And like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, and yeah, because like, like by the end of yeah. Last Jedi, the amount of you know like they they call for help from the you know other rebel cells or whatever like republic people and nobody responds and that's meant to you know emphasize their despair and their lack of hope and then by the end of the movie you've got enough rebels that can fit into one millennium falcon left and they're like but we have hope and that's what's going to save everything but we only have enough people to fit in this one tiny ship and we're taking down this big apparently empire except i don't know how big either of these groups actually is which is a point I get into in my episode 9 notes that, that it's like the resistance and the First Order just don't. You know, like, like in the original Star Wars, you had the rebellion and the empire. And the empire, you didn't see everything and everywhere the empire was, but it's understood the empire is the establishment, that they're the big power that's in control of everything. And that the rebellion is trying to restore the old Republic, which right. is, like, being dismantled, you know, in in A New Hope. They say that, like, there was a Senate and it's just been shut down. And that the rebel, you know, the alliance to restore the Republic, you know, the rebel alliance, is there to restore the Republic. Like, that, you know, that, that is what they're fighting for, that they have more cells out there who are doing things, too. And in the sequels, the First Order seems... Like, all of them were on Starkiller base, except for Snoke, who clearly wasn't there. And then it turns out, yeah, Snoke has this whole big ship and fleet and stuff. But now the Snoke's there on the fleet, it doesn't seem like, you know, they have a homeworld or anything. Like, they're just, you know, a bunch of ships full of these Neo...
1: Yeah, it it, it seems like they're just... Um, can you hear me? <laughs> what? Um, okay, hold up. I did turn my mic back on, right? <laughs> oh,
0: there it's back. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I was just trying to type to you. Dis- Discord froze up on me because my computer sucks.
1: Okay, is that what it was? Because I it I I had put my mic down for a little while because you were on your rant and uh mm, rambling, yeah. Yeah, and I and I I figured like, yeah, this would be a good time to take a drink. Um <laughs> from my glass that i've got Mm. um and then i put it back on and then it seemed like you couldn't hear me i didn't know if that was discord or if for some reason
0: yeah discord locked up i couldn't hear you and so i paused my rant and figured i would restart or get back to it in case i don't know if audacity froze too i guess i'll find out when i edit
1: okay um (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like fun. Um, do
0: you remember how much of it got through? Cuz I was I was starting to rant about the size of the First Order and the resistance and how the First Order doesn't have a home world or anything. They're just like a fleet of assholes. Yeah,
1: I was I was I was going to say how it's it really doesn't make sense the way they go with it because it seems like in The Force Awakens, um the First Order is just like some random like basically terrorist cell um and you know like chop off the head and the rest dies but then you get to um the last jedi and well they have a huge goddamn fleet now and i guess yeah the resistance is one ship um (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Like their fleet was just there and waiting for when Starkiller Base blew up, so they could swarm in on the Resistance base and chase them for two and a half hours.
1: Yep. So, I, I guess it's kind of like they tried to do the Republic thing, um, where there's apparently no military. Hmm.
2: Um,
0: yeah, and that's the thing, like, they don't establish in the movies, but in, like, some of the books and stuff, they said that the New Republic decided to demilitarize to try to be less like the Empire. But then Leia was like, well, we still need, a, you know, to prepare to fight these remnants of the Empire that are hiding out there and forming into the First Order. So she created the Resistance, but then the opening Crawl of Fortin says the Republic supports a brave Resistance. And then the only thing we see of the Republic is their homeworld right before it blows up. And apparently that's where all the Republic was because the Republic <laughs> is apparently dead, but the First Order is still just like a ragtag band of neo Nazis. And the Resistance is such a small group that it goes from like a handful of ships down to enough people that they all fit aboard the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but also we're and, supposed to be full and of then hope somehow because this one group of well-meaning people are going to somehow, even though no one in would respond to their calls for help, somehow they're going to unite everyone to stop, you know, this rampaging army of bad people. And that—that's why my last note was that they really mm, should like, have had a bigger time jump between eight and nine. Like it shouldn't be a year. This should be like a decade of them gathering allies and rebuilding and preparing to fight this like now entrenched evil power
1: yeah like it, it's it it actually seems when you when you stand back and look at it like the resistance in the first order don't actually yeah. matter yeah that, like, that's one of my notes on they're, episode they're just two small forces yeah They're just two small forces fighting in the void of space, and then, just out of nowhere, uh, fucking Palpatine builds a fleet of 10,000 ships.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, one of my notes on 9 is, like, by the end of it, wondering, like, what does the Resistance even stand for? Because, you know, the Rebellion was, you know, the Rebel Alliance, the Alliance to restore the Republic. Their whole purpose is to restore the Republic that was dissolved and replaced by the Empire. The resistance just seems like Antifa, I guess. Like they fight the assholes, but they don't have a plan for what to do after that. It's like that they're they're just they're freedom fighters, but they they they're not going to establish a new government at all after they've overthrown the bad one.
1: Okay, let let's be honest. the The point of the resistance is to sound like the yeah. rebellion. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's literally Yeah, they brought it. back the Rebels that, and That the is, Empire that is the only thought that was put into
2: it.
0: The original movies, and they're just aping those. Yeah. And, the, yeah, like, even Last Jedi, it's, as much as people say, oh, it's so original, I, I it's hate... so like, new, it's, it, it's Empire Strikes Back. It, it's just, it's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh,
1: did it back up again? I mean, I kind of see it. I, I never really fully was on board with that, though like i i 100% (laughs) think that the force awakens is a new hope just with Mm. some extra stuff thrown in yeah i mean
0: last jedi is, um, is our jedi character is training with an old master on a watery planet um while the good guys are on the run from the bad guys and then they go to instead of cloud city it's casino planet um, and they meet a guy who will betray them uh, except Twist he's not actually going to turn good again he's just a, an asshole um, and then and then they have the throne room scene from Return of the Jedi they stick that in the middle so that they can do the the snow battle at the end instead of the beginning
1: yeah that's fair
0: but I mean I guess like yeah some some parts are but different-ish also, I mean um, like even, I guess, with with Empire, Luke's the big existential dilemma was finding out that his father's the bad guy, and with Rey, her big existential dilemma is being told that her parents were nobodies, and that she doesn't matter by extension.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the point isn't that she doesn't matter. The point is that her where she comes from doesn't mm. matter it's what she does well yeah it. i
0: mean that that's like the point to us but, but the point that kylo was trying to make to her is that it's like you're a nobody you have no special destiny because it's the bad guy who tells her that you know Those, was yeah. and even and the, like you know in in my notes i quoted the whole like let the past die thing because that's a thing that fans of the movie like to say and it's like, oh, you like all that old Star Wars stuff. You should let that stuff die and move on into the future. But it's the bad guy who's telling you to let the past die, and the and the good guy is the one who's holding on to hope, is what what they say. So, so letting die doesn't seem like a thing that should be celebrated on this movie.
1: Like, I <laughs> I really wish I would have watched it because I I feel like. I would disagree with some of what you're saying, but I haven't watched it re- recently yeah, enough probably. to really I mean vocalize and I think like it. a lot of
0: my impression is also like a melding of my thoughts on the movie and the way people who liked the movie acted after it came out that like pushed me in a direction of hating it more than you know like like, like Holdo. I think like Holdo yeah, like Poe yeah, like is a character, like an interesting character. Like, it, it kind of rings false when they have like the reveal that she's actually, like, she actually had this like good plan, and she actually is kind of fond of Poe, because um, she just treats him like shit. Like, like, like the first time he comes up to her, he's not you know demanding anything. He's just you know asking like. Okay, so so you're in charge now. You know, tell me what to do. What what is our plan? And she's like, "Go fuck yourself, you hotshot pilot. You're going to just shut up and obey my orders." Which is like, well, it just, that doesn't seem, that that seems like it would be you know an interesting direction to take the character if they you know that was what they wanted the character to be. They wanted it to be this person who's like suddenly in over their head and um is taking it out on everyone else and not the person who's actually got a plan and just treats the people under her like shit because she can i don't know i mean and and there's like it's not even just poe there's other people on the bridge who you know like they shot down and they're looking to her like you know what are we gonna do and she tells them nothing but you know hope You just you gotta hope even when uh, even when your superior officer is letting all your fellow officers die, um, and not telling you that there's actually a plan to save everyone. You just gotta hope. Um, And and yeah, I mean it's like and everyone's mad at Poe because he lost some bombers at the start of the movie because he pushed the attack when Leia told him he should fall back. Um, but Leia didn't. Leia was never that mad at him after that. I mean.
1: Yeah, like you, like we know you. You destroyed like
0: yeah the super cannon that would have shot down your. We we know you destroyed the ship, single
1: yeah. biggest threat that we know of of the first order having left.
0: If if that had been part of the fleet that was following you, they would have shot the the mothership. The, the, and killed the super
1: cannon that, if it was still in existence, um, th- this movie wouldn't happen.
0: Yeah, and even like you know when like the fleet comes and catches up to them yeah. and then poe turns to Leia like hey i'm gonna go blow some shit up and she's like yeah you go b- blow some shit up um so like she you know she scolded him for disobeying orders but she was still on board with what he was doing and then holdo takes over and she's like no no you're, you're just a hot shot idiot and you need to be put down and put in your place And fans of the movie were, you know, all over that. Yeah, Holdo, yeah, I hate those hotshot pilots. And it's like... I I don't feel like that feels true to what happened in the movie. Um, Even the movie didn't feel true to itself in its treatment of Holdo. Yeah, it, it
1: always felt... It always felt kind of weird with The Last Jedi where, like, they if you think about it logically like a lot of things don't make sense but mm. then you go well maybe we're not supposed to but think the movie about it is, i don't to know if it's the see movie's how we feel fault about or if it's the fans fault for presenting the but movie is like this movie is brilliant um, it is
0: smart it's a deconstruction of you know the tropes and the mythology and then because if it doesn't make sense when you think about it but you're supposed to think about it because it's so brilliant like this isn't lining up
1: yeah like well, like the where where I was gonna go with that is like like, yeah, you're not supposed to think about it logically, like as in the the physics of Star Wars, but then the way you feel about it emotionally, like people people want mm. people don't want you to feel the way that you feel about it emotionally, like there's um. Like, they want you to feel the way they feel about it, which mm. is weird. I, I, I mean, maybe maybe I we'll had a thread and I pulled on it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I ran out. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It it it. I mean the 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 main point mm. is it doesn't really work. In a logical sense or an emotional yeah, sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, if, if the concepts being presented are things anyway, you're already on board like with, it,
0: then you like it. And if you're not, then it's just, I don't know, like, messy.
1: Yeah, like, I don't I don't mind them messing with the physics of Star Wars uh, to a certain extent. It's just when those, when they mess with it in a way that mm. leaves holes... Like, logical holes wide open, like, hey, um, we basically have a, a hyperspace weapon hmm. of mass destruction. Oh, and yeah, like yeah, a, that thing, yeah. A medium-sized like, cruise ship. I'm
0: okay with what happened in <laughs> Last Jedi, with her <laughs> like turning the ship around and shooting it through the other ship. I mean, that was kind of a thing they were already doing in Rogue One with the whole, like, we're gonna shoot the ship with an ion cannon and push it into another ship. And it was, like... It makes you wonder why they never did that before, but it's still pretty awesome to see. I mean, same thing for, like, firing a ship through another ship. like. And personally, like, you know, the thing I... Or, you know, like it, It's a kamikaze suicide. Yeah. It's a thing she's doing in desperation that is like, you're going to die if you use that kind of tactic. But she did it to save everyone. So I'm okay with it there. But then in Rise of Skywalker, we get that one offline that's like, why don't we do some holdo maneuvers? And then Poe's like, no, that's one in a million. You can't do that. And that is fucking stupid because the counterpoint to doing hold on maneuvers is no, we don't want to sacrifice any of our people by having them plow ships into things. Um, and I mean, I guess you know, you could make up some bullshit about like why you can't just strap a hyperdrive to an asteroid and say like, well, maybe there needs to be a person on board to set it off or something. Um, or,
1: or just have a droid with very basic intelligence do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, there, like, there are ways that you could just, you know, strap a hyperdrive to any, like, big metal object and throw it at a thing. And it's just a missile. But, um. But, yeah, no. Like, I think Rise of Skywalker missed the point on, like, the the whole, the, quote, hold on maneuver. And, like, like yeah, it, it's not a thing that should be repeated because people died doing that. I mean, like, the, the, the person right. who's actually, like, launching the ship dies. Rise of
1: Skywalker missed the point on everything. <laughs> Rise yeah. of Skywalker missed the yeah, point is... on eight movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker missed the point on the whole series. It missed the point on what is a Jedi, what is a Sith, what is the significance of Palpatine. Uh, you know, um, yeah, just everything. Like, it was trying to do i mean and and that's the problem with this whole sequel series is that each one is a reaction that like last jedi i feel like the you know a lot of it it, because people complained so much about seven not being surprising eight tries too hard to be surprising to the point that they set up all these things that are like this is like empire strikes back but then it happens differently like dj is the new lando he is this shady character that they meet at the glitzy glamour place and he's like I can help you out and then he turns on them and then where Lando turned on them and then turned back DJ turns on them and he's like eh, fuck you I got my money and he leaves and we never see him again
1: and we never will Yep. outside of comics probably he
0: probably even died in a book or comic or something I don't know I'd... and that like the, the,
1: the sequel series <laughs> they, they yeah, just like, find his corpse sequels somewhere. do not
0: inspire me to care enough to look into expanded universe stuff to give it more context I mean maybe I know the like the original trilogy a lot of you know the holes and stuff and that got filled in by books and comics over the course of like at least the next 10 years um, so it'll probably take a while before People have actually, like, made a decent story out of these terrible movies.
1: Yeah, that... The, the thing about it is, though, like, where are the holes mm. to fill?
2: Well,
0: I mean, how is the it, Resistance got like its there's... shit together after 8 and before 9. It's the thing that I still have to fill in. And, like, making the whole Palpatine thing less stupid. Um... I know, like, there was a Kylo Ren prequel comic that explained, like, the Knights of Ren, but it didn't really do a great job of explaining why the Re- Knights of Ren matter. Because they, they still don't matter.
2: They I mean, don't. They, they matter even less if you've only
0: <laughs> not, seen the movies. as far as the movies just, are concerned. Because they're just, like, a, a bunch of henchmen, like, silent henchmen that show up. And it's like, who are they even loyal to? I, I don't know. Um,
1: they they show up out of nowhere and get killed in the first yeah, fight. Yeah, I mean, in. well
0: some of them were there in the the scene at the end where Rey teleports a lightsaber to Kylo Ren so he can kill a bunch of them. I guess they're working for the emperor at that point instead of Kylo, even though it seemed like they were his personal, personal mercenary band.
1: Yeah. The Emperor controls everything, though, forever and for always. He's probably still not dead if they mm. do another trilogy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they, fun, they probably won't bring him back, fact, but they could. Mm, and they'll think about the Emperor, it.
0: They still have not made a Lego based on that new version of the Emperor. I mean, a- after 9 came out, they, they made some Rise of Skywalker Legos the January after it came out, and they have not done any since. And they haven't announced any plans to do any more. If anything, they're doing more Mandalorian stuff than they are, Rise of Skywalker. So, like, like Snoke had a Lego before Last Jedi came out, and then they did the throne room scene the summer after that movie came out. But n- nope, you can't get uh, the Emperor reborn. I don't think they there's even like an action figure of him or anything. Well, He's just, because they kept it secret before the movie came out, and then the movie sucked, so they didn't I mean, make any merchandise after.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's weird how they seem to have basically just dropped all engagement with the yeah. um Yeah, because Mandalorian came out at the same time have- as... Just been going straight for the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian
0: came out like a month before Rise of Skywalker to huge acclaim, and then Rise of Skywalker came out and sucked ass. And now it's you know all baby Yodas this Christmas.
1: Yeah, all little Grogu. That's never gonna catch on. No, he will be baby Yoda forever.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and then also yeah, on this rewatch of Last Jedi, I did pick up like the movie has, like, a sub-theme of loyalty and treachery. Because, like, people on both... Like, both Resistance and First Order characters are constantly accusing each other of being, like, disloyal or treacherous. You know, there's, like... Finn tries to run away, and Rose stops him and accuses him of being a traitor for trying to, you know, defect and escape with his life when he's sure that he's gonna die. Um, and... And, like there's the whole Dj thing there's like the whole like holdo and poe and hold you know like hold uh, I think like holdo is just like mad at poe and thinks he's like an idiot or something. I don't know like poe outright accuses holdo of being a traitor and I guess at the same time is being a he himself is being a traitor to her um like and it's just it's weird because like like the whole you know loyalty I mean, like accusing people of being traitors and stuff that at least in in star wars and like in most movies like you, you tend to associate that with the bad guys that kind of like rigidity is like the way the bad guys see you know like if if you're not with me then you're my enemy anakin skywalker quote of the day um but but having the good guys be doing that to each other, the is, Sith I mean, like technically they universe. are a military yeah it, yeah and it's like like sure this are a military but usually they're more understanding yeah. of each other and like trying to figure you know why someone would have a disagreement with them and not jumping straight to like you're disloyal and, you know, you're a traitor to the cause um, which they do to each other like a bunch of times in Last Jedi so and I don't know if that's like part of the parallel they try to establish you know almost a little clunkily with DJ being like hey look You know these these rich guys. They sell weapons to the bad guys. They sell weapons to the good guys, and they get rich off both sides because both sides are just buying weapons and fighting. It's like there are no heroes. Everybody's a bad guy because it's war. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's one of the things that just feels (laughs) and all the good guys just care too much pretentious (laughs) to me. Like the the movie, like it, it. has some good ideas but then it doesn't actually do anything with them like try to have you know it's it's like like the kind of movie that feels like it's trying to make a statement about something but I can't figure out what the statement is except hope just hope gotta hope keep holding on to hope (laughs) put your hope in one hand and shit in the other and hold them both up because
2: they both fall (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh god I, I, yeah i i don't know like i like some of the things the last jedi did but i'm I'm not gonna defend it because I yeah, think a I mean, lot like of the, it is also pretty dumb.
0: After episode nine, it, it's easier not to care as much about Last Jedi because it's like, eh, you can just toss yeah. all these movies in. Like, yeah, you
1: know, like I, I can, I can at least respect that they mm. tried to do something different. Or at with least, like Last they, Jedi,
0: they took the familiar things but, and tried to put a twist. Um, on. But the twist didn't really lead anywhere. It was just it. It was surprising, but I don't know that yeah. I really found it interesting.
1: Yeah, um, you know what they needed? A fucking plan.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, an outline like for the a,
1: Some kind of plan or singular vision. Yeah, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, um, maybe don't having just the same writer um, between each hire of the three random. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe not having the guy who
1: wrote Batman like, yeah, B- V Superman J. J. write Abrams the third movie. Oh god. Like like yeah, have have JJ J. Abrams direct the you know, the first one that's mostly just an action movie to get people right. interested. Have you know, a more artistic director direct the, the middle one that is usually the darker, more hmm. you Unless know Unless it's
0: Attack of the Clubs.
1: Complex one of of the trilogy and then have I don't know somebody else (laughs) do do the the last one that can Mm. handle it i guess
0: yeah i mean well because it was gonna be um the guy who directed jurassic world about his script sounds better than what we got in rise of skywalker like it at least sounded like it built on some like built on the progression of the series instead of rise of skywalker trying to whiplash it back into what force awakens seemed to be setting up before last jedi subverted it all that yeah because the original script had stuff that was like 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 finn's arc was you know like he he is an ex-stormtrooper and you know he's like always you know on the run and like scared and stuff and then like he finally like takes us you know like attacking like the because the, the first order had taken over Coruscant in the the original version and so he's like leading like a rebellion on the ground in Coruscant like uprising against the first order troops there
1: it always feels weird how like they they acknowledge that all the troopers in the first order are just like brainwashed mm-hmm. children that they stole from their homes mm-hmm. and I yeah, part of part of the thing is like, yeah, isn't that basically yep. what the Jedi did and yeah it kind of is, but anyway. But we're just yep. gonna kill all of them without a second thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got all <laughs> because these new we're ones the good guys. In armor.
0: Where did they come from? Uh no explanation. Apparently they might be the children of all those random cultists who just popped up out of nowhere in Palpatine's you know, spiky throne room.
1: Yeah. I, I assume I, mean, I thought they were just like those visions. were like,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, visions of yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, take visions of people. Sith past yeah <laughs> they, they were the ghosts of Sith past <laughs> yeah oh god well, take a shot every time um, someone says
0: Palpatine or Exegol because they really really like they say Exegol so many times in Episode Nine. It's like they want you to know that they're referencing something important, but it's something they just completely made up. Because there's been, like, four or five Sith homeworlds, and Exegol isn't one of them. They just made up a new one. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they yeah. they said it so much that I actually forgot what they were saying. And yeah. Like, oh, that, that's the... The Sith place, yeah, and and then I don't know they, how they to spell to it, and I don't lot, know how but to say it. In but... Force
0: Awakens, they weren't like Ray thought Luke Skywalker was a myth, and like the Jedi were myths, and the Sith were so much like the Sith had been like disappeared from the galaxy for a thousand years before Episode One, so you know the Sith would have been even less heard of than the Jedi. And suddenly by episode 9, everyone's just like, Oh yeah, a Sith. It's a Sith artifact. It's going to take us to the Sith temple so we can find the Sith Lord. And it's like, none of them should know what a Sith is. I mean, as far as any of them are concerned, Palpatine was the leader of the Empire back when the Empire was around, but otherwise he was just a dude. Because, I mean, I don't think his like force powers was really a thing anybody talked about in relation to him. Yeah. That shit under wraps.
1: It, isn't it weird how hmm. little people know about things? Things that happened in living memory. You, like, I, I mean, the the Jedi Order <laughs> in the Republic was like, like hmm. they they were basically the defense force of the Republic in lieu of a standing military and they they were like one of the bigger seemingly one of the bigger like political influencers in the senate but you know like 50 years later or whatever yeah
0: i mean it seems like under the empire there was probably like a lot of propaganda that made people think like oh maybe they were just a guys with fancy swords and the force wasn't really a thing
1: but but like they 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 say shit like oh Chewbacca, you're, like, 250 years old, and it's like, well, yeah, like, that happened in mm. living memory of humans, and, um, mm. oh, and yeah, yeah. now, like, we're acknowledging that there are other species in the galaxy that can live centuries, and that would be, like, the equivalent of a decade ago for them. <laughs> And we're just not gonna acknowledge,
0: yeah, I mean the the prequels were kind of a mis yeah you know, like the, the prequels were a mistake, oh yeah, in that sense that like you know, like you can get away with having that like vagueness of like you know concepts that should exist, but people don't know about them when you don't know that it was only like twenty years ago that they stopped being a concept,
1: yeah, but uh, also. That the prequels still exist in this timeline, and they even rip some lines mm. for Palpatine from the prequels. At at least one.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Two. Cause I mean they have the the whole like uh, dark side is a path to things unnatural yeah. or whatever. But also he says yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it, Ray. it Oh wait. So are are we? Stab me and then I will become more powerful. Are, are than
1: we just, um, 100% on Rise of Skywalker now? Because I want to talk about the dumbest line in Star Wars, bar none.
0: Yeah, I think we are, yeah.
1: <laughs> I yep. am all the Sith. And I. And I am all the <laughs>
0: Jedi. <laughs> that is. And then she has double lightsabers and double lightsabers. His <laughs> lightning back into space.
1: Yes, yeah. with one lightsaber, I am one Jedi. With two lightsabers, I am all the Jedi. I am every single Jedi. Every Jedi is me. Yep. I am Mace Windu. Yoda's speaking in my ear from the afterlife.
0: I'm all the Jedi. It's all in me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, They have the, oh, at least I saw in the Disney Plus version, they updated the, uh, actually, I don't remember if it was, because I remember when I first watched either the DVD or the Disney Plus or something, the subtitles for that scene were all the the Force users speak to her. A bunch of them, you know, whoever was typing the subtitles didn't know who they were, and now the Disney Plus one does, like, actually say which each one was. Cause I think there were ones like Ahsoka Oh really? That they just like I, I should on I the, should go the back thing. and just see. Just like female Jedi voice, but yeah, no, yeah.
1: I subtitles, figured they, that was what they were going for. Yeah,
0: they break it all. Down. I mean, it's pretty much all because, Clone like, Wars, Rebels, and movie characters.
1: Yeah, I, I actually couldn't recognize Obi Wan, but I know he was probably in there. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Because they they were, like, whispering. Yeah, I mean, he
0: he's the one that did, you know, the voice in uh, Force Awakens with, like, the these are your first steps, Ray. Which was a combination of Alec yeah. Guinness saying Ray in the middle of the word afraid and then uh, Ewan McGregor filling in the rest.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, I have to just go run an errand for like okay. two minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we're done yet, but um, I mean, um, if you want to be done with Star Wars, we can. With with if Rise of Skywalker, but hmm. I just, I just don't know. Like, if we talk more about Rise of Skywalker, it'll just be us yeah. dunking on it, and I, that's that's fun, but. Like we're not gonna get worse than I am all the Jedi <laughs> so, mm. uh, That That is the worst line in Star Wars though. Can you think of another one? Because I I um. can't like the I, I, I said this before we started, but like the, the Anakin Padme romance dialogue is just absolute dog shit, but I am all the Jedi. Yeah, I mean that it
0: completely misses the point of one of the biggest <laughs> not concepts. Not even of the close.
1: Series. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get the force is all around us. It penetrates mm. us hopefully, you know, with consent and all that shit, but uh <sighs> Yeah, but like like okay, I guess I'm every Jedi now. I've got a cool yellow lightsaber. I mean and even if fuck it's supposed everything to be else. The force.
0: I mean the last Jedi had the thing about, you know, um the the force doesn't belong to the Jedi, it's not a power that they have, it it's just a thing that exists. And the Jedi are a tradition of a way to interact with it. M- which i mean it was a line in last jedi but also it's just i mean that's just generally how the concept works and has always worked The, the force is not the jedi the force is the energy field that also has some sort of will to it more or less depending on who's writing the story at the time and the jedi are a group who can act within the force and the sith are also a group that can act within the force and there's a bunch of other groups you know the witches of dathomir and the Gensari and you know the force monks from uh, rogue one and stuff
2: but
1: yeah there's a cool idea that will probably not get yeah. explored more Any, i mean i would say on that, screen it,
0: it, it's the kind of thing that, like a book or comic or one of the tv shows or something could explore more and like, maybe when they do the cassian and sh- show they could explore that more but since they're coming up with so much new material so quickly they they don't really have as much time to sit and dwell on the things that were presented the way like the expanded universe picked everything apart because there wasn't so much material being thrown out all the time you know they could like spend their time like giving deeper meaning right. to these like little throwaway details that were in you know the few mo- movies that they had
1: yeah, now a movie's gonna come out every two or three years for forever and it's gonna contradict um, a bunch of shit that people write and it'll never, ever yeah, be mean, set it, in stone again. Yeah, I
0: mean, at least it's Disney Plus shows now instead of... Like, there are still movies, but not as many movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you want to wipe our hands of Star Wars and say never again and then do it next time?
0: I mean, next time will probably be Mandalorian Season 2, so...
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but we don't have to go over yeah. the movies again for a good long time.
1: Oh, yeah, are we, are we still to send us a watching question the, the... Yeah. Are, 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 are we still watching the... The boob show for um episode
0: 169 oh yeah um do you know if it's on like a streaming service or something i tried looking at bull moose here and i didn't see a it, dvd of it
1: it's on it's on Crunchyroll. Okay. it's um partially censored but i mean it, you don't need to see mm. nipples so no i've fine.
0: seen nipples they're
1: they're fine <laughs> Yeah. They they are fine. <laughs> Some of them are quirky than others. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, we're not even gonna no, say which boob get... show We're <laughs> gonna spend the
0: next two weeks guessing
1: which show we're gonna watch for episode one sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? Which, which which boob anime are we gonna watch mm. for episode one sixty nine? that is on Crunchyroll and mm. has censored nipples. <laughs> you decide. Um, but, okay, I'm gonna take a quick okay. like two-minute break to take care of something real quick. I, I will be right back. Mm. You could play some music. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably um, be the pizza or, theme. Maybe I'm The, the pizza theme or whatever. Um, play play the pizza theme, but um, like segue it into the one of the mini game theme from Mario Party Five. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna explain that. Don't yep. actually do it. It's just something that entered my mind. Okay, bye. I'll be right back. Hey, guess who's back? Um, hmm. it's
0: a hard hard guess. I have to think. Palpatine.
1: Yes, Palpatine. Ooh, scary. Yeah, he was bad. He he's he can lightning all the ships yep. at once. Yep. Yeah, well,
0: but he can be beaten by two lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about coming at him with a and all the dead people lightsaber. It's not going to work. It's got to be two <laughs> separate blades that you can
2: cross.
1: Ray had one lightsaber, is just barely holding back the lightning. Then she she remembers in her head Rocket Raccoon saying everybody <laughs> yeah. has dead people. And then she pulls out her second lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now she's all the Jedi. And then
0: she dies. And then Kyle Ren gets out of the pit, and he saves her. And then they kiss. And then he dies.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah. That is the stupidest shit, but uh, oh we <laughs> Yeah, I don't even want to get into it because we've yeah, been I on mean, that for like an hour just now.
0: Quickly, I did compliment Last Jedi once okay. during that rant and just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, when when they're they talking about going to CantoBite, uh, it was actually kinda of fun that they're like So it's like hey what what's on Canto Bite? Oh it's it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Which is, you know, a thing that, like, a bunch of, you know, we had, like, Moss Isley and Jabba's Palace and a bunch of wretched hives of scum and villainy. And this time, the wretched hive of scum and villainy is a bunch of rich people in suits. So, that was fun. It's a twist on the the trope of we're going to go to the bad place full of bad people. This
1: time, they're all rich and fancy.
0: But then they had them all in suits, which didn't really look like a bunch of, uh, like, scumbags hanging. Suit and tie looked to Earth
1: like yeah it was it was very um, it was very much like throwing shade at Earth in a very um, (laughs) like not not at all disguised sense whereas like I mean when George Lucas wanted to throw shade at politics he just yeah made a thing and he called it the senate um but i mean ryan johnson just makes um like a casino planet (laughs) with rich assholes
0: yeah rich assholes too like they you know they talk about how bad they are and then they show them up by trampling their stuff and say well they're, they're rich they can just yeah sure you stomped on a bunch of their cars they can just buy new cars they they're making all the money." I don't know how they're making yeah. all the money. Like, I guess the resistance maybe gets funded by the Republic, the First Order. I guess they buried a lot of gold during the Imperial days, and they were digging it all up and using it to pay for ships and shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Palpatine apparently just has unlimited resources all yeah. the time.
0: Yeah, he can just but
1: magic ships out of the ground. Every I, I I'm. I'm ready to be yeah. done with all that, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, so...
0: Um, video games. I have played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, so more Star Wars. Um, it Captain Toad, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. And I got Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I haven't actually started it, but I did play some Pikmin 3 back on Wii U. I just... I didn't like the whole two screens at once thing on that. I like being able to play on just my one handheld screen. So, hopefully I get farther in the game now that it's on Switch.
1: Yay, I've never played a Pikmin.
0: It's a real-time strategy, which I'm generally not great at, but it's more kid-friendly real-time strategy than, like, a lot of you know those games. So, it's like you are, you know, you gather up your little flower people and you throw them at you, you assign them to tasks, sort of. You know, you you have to like walk around yourself, and you like pick them up and throw them at like the monster you want them to fight, or the the item you want them to pick up and carry back to your ship, because they have to like collect things for your ship, which can be used to. If they get like seed tablet things, they can generate more Pikmin. Um, I think in in the first game, you were trying to get them to find the parts of your ship to bring it back to your ship, so you could repair it. And you had a limited number of days to do it, and if you didn't get them all in the days, then you just die. Um, which is why I didn't really play Pikmin One until I got a guide to walk me through it. Um, Pikmin Two was more friendly; it didn't have a time limit, and you're like collecting just neat things that you find. Because Pikmin and like Captain Olimar are actually microscopic. Um, uh, so, like, the, the neat things you find are, like, a Game Boy cart, like, a huge Game Boy cartridge, because you're just, you know, these tiny little, tiny guy and tiny flowers. So you collect, like, a, a giant marble, and then you get, it, it has, like, a name on it that's, like, it's like you know, the magical seeing stone, because they, they don't know what a marble is. They think it's, you know, some, something more important than that. Or, like, you find, like, a discarded battery, or a bottle cap, or something. And you get your Pikmin to carry it back to your ship so you can keep it. Um, Pikmin 3, I think, is like you're collecting food. Because they wanted to bring back that tension of the first game, but didn't want to have like a strict days limit. So instead, it's while you're going about your tasks, you also have to make sure to get enough food to survive into the next day. Otherwise, you could lose the game. But... Yeah, I haven't, I haven't started this new copy oh. three yet. I did finish. Well, I finished Captain Toad, but then it turned out that's actually only like halfway through the game because then you can play through another equally long series of levels with Toadette instead of Captain Toad.
1: But does Toadette do anything different?
0: Mm, no, it's just it's different levels, but. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just I I don't know if that's the thing they added for Switch over the original. Um but yeah, I mean like the game it's it's neat. It's like a puzzle kind of game where like a puzzle platformer almost. Like a platformer where you can't jump. But you you have to like rotate the camera around to see things from different and can try to find like hidden passageways through the like three D mazes that you're travelling in. And then you have to like, collect gems that are like hidden in hard to reach spots.
1: Collect the gems, Bentley Bear. Hmm. That's a yeah. Thing. I'm not familiar <laughs> with that. <thing>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just a thing from an old game that Dan says on Game Grumps oh. sometimes that is in my head now forever. Um. And <laughs> so. <laughs> it's a complete yeah, non sequitur. You can Power Rangers Battle for the Grid Captain is
0: Toad. a fighting game that uh, it's pretty good. It's um, I mean it reminds me. I think Marvel vs. Capcom is the closest thing that is similar to because you'll have like groups of three characters that you can Weird. like you know L or R to switch between them, and so like if when you take damage, it'll still show the your hit point you know like, like your hit point meter will go down and the yellow meter is what you effective, what you actually have but then there's like a blue kind of ghost of a meter where if the character gets time to rest while another one swaps into the fight they, they can like slowly regain that health back up it's so. dragon
1: ball fighter z
0: yeah i haven't played that FighterZ. one i, I want to say marvel versus capcom did that too Maybe even, like, more. Yeah, it's, most of, like, the tag-team fighting games do that.
1: It's the similar system, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so it's it's neat. I mean, it, it's a fighting game. I'll probably have it beaten within the week as far as the story, and then I won't bother to do any of the online fighting modes. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is basically, Play. like, Origins <laughs> and Odyssey, except the Vikings... Um so it's fine. Like I I I played a few hours of it yesterday. Um And then Star Wars Squadrons. I played the first level or two of that one. Um whatever the prologue part was, I played that. And yeah, it's it's pretty
1: cool. Hey, yeah. I did too. Like yeah. <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, never picked like, it up again.
0: Like, I was playing on TV instead of VR, and even then, like, the the whole cockpit view thing still works really well. Like, the controls are, you know, decent. Like, even, like, having to switch between, you know, your laser or shield or balanced modes, like, you know, it's pretty easy to keep track of on, like, the HUD, where, you know, which one you're in. Especially if you're in, like, like, an X-Wing. Because, like, the X-Wing will have gauges to tell you. Which mode you're in.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird switching between the two, because uh, everything's in a different spot. Mm. Or mo- most things are in a different spot. It's kind of hard to keep track of, I guess, until you learn where it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have everything um, set to easy, and... I mean, whenever possible, I usually kept things balanced instead of switching modes. Cause you do enough fire, you know, on, yeah. at least on easy mode, you do enough firepower damage on balanced that you don't need to switch into like diverting more power to your weapon systems.
1: Yeah, switching to weapons is weird because it still has to charge up. Hmm. Um, it, cause like if you if you switch to engines, like. You're just fast now. That's just how it is. But if you switch to weapons, um, your shots still have to charge up before. Like the the switch actually matters too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they do charge faster, but yeah, it feels yeah. And at least in that kind of weird, but I, I haven't huh. played enough to get used to. Yeah, because at
0: least in that first so, level, you know, switching modes is usually something your commanding officer will tell you to do so you don't have to really you know think that much about like should I be in this mode or a different mode like they'll they'll tell you when to do it
1: Yeah, I uh I remember I got I got to the mission where you first meet your like actual squadron mm. um like that—that that I assume you're with for the rest mm. of the game, and I think I did—I think I did the first mission with them, and uh, then I picked up a different game and <laughs> never played Squadrons mm. since. So.
0: Oh, that also reminds me—they let you customize your character, so that's cool. Although they don't have a lot of face options. Um, yeah, but yeah. So my yeah, my I imperial mean, it, character is Jade Rebel Stabber, who it was like the the most jade like character i could get because i couldn't really make a rebel one they didn't have a a face much like jade so the rebel one ended up being harry fordo which is harrison ford he's he's my knockoff harrison ford
1: (laughs) did you make him a smuggler
0: um i don't think it lets you set the. i mean i made like the face was just he looked like a 70s guy it's got kind
1: of shaggy. Well, th- him. There's like a personality. Um, oh, I think I might have made him a veteran like, actually,
0: because the veteran had like the tired, gruff voice. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah, I think there was one that was smuggler. Or yeah, no, yeah, I think that there might be it. But anyway, um, I really need to get back to it. But I have had no time. Mm. <laughs> December has been <laughs> weird for me. Yeah, I mean, so. I think
0: that's all the games I play aside from Donkey Kong Country Three on this Super Nintendo app thing. Um, you haven't gotten to talk about your yeah. Project Wingman game yet, I think, or did you talk about it at the end of the last episode? Yeah.
1: No, I I I mentioned it once last week, uh, I think, and (laughs) didn't actually say anything about it, Um, but in case anyone doesn't know, which you probably don't, (laughs) Project Wingman is essentially like an indie fan game of Ace Combat um, that's been in production for like, I don't know, six years, I think. Mm It was kickstarted a while ago, and um, I think it's basically made by like one or one person with some help. Um, like I, I think one person basically built the game, and um, like they they got some help with like the art and assets around um, mm-hmm. the gameplay, um, which is fucking insane. It's actually ridiculous, but that explains why it took six years. Yeah, I mean, it's like a full 3D thing? Yeah, like it's, uh, I mean, it's smaller than most, um, AAA games, obviously, but also it's Mm. only $25. So... Um, but it, anyway, like yeah, it, it's it's basically has most of the functionality of an actual Ace Combat game, just hmm. with less of the polish.
0: Yeah, do, do um, they have to like invent their own planes, or I, I don't know if there's any like licensing involved in getting yeah. real planes in
1: there? Yeah, like every real plane model is owned by the um either aviation or like mm-hmm. arms company <laughs> that designed it so like at most of the most of the planes that the American Air Force uses are either owned by like Boeing mm. or Lockheed Martin um which are um <laughs> are really shady companies <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk about... Yeah, but so Project
0: Wingman, they um, had to like create
1: things yeah, that kind of look uh, like an kick.
0: F-22 Raptor without being an actual
1: F-22 Raptor. Yeah, like... Like, um... Like... The, the, if, if they're making a plane based on the F-14, they would call it like the F-slash-D-14. Mm. Um... And make the frame very similar, but slightly different. Like, different enough to where it's not yeah. copyright infringement uh, <laughs> on the basic shape yeah, of the Yeah, just, like, air-
0: move the, aircraft. E- the engines uh, a little bit over, like, some of the fins or something.
1: Yeah, something like that. Make, um... Maybe make the wings a slightly different shape. I don't know exactly yeah, how they do it. Since it's a video game, it even doesn't need to they really They apparently fly. do it good enough to wear. Yeah. Yeah, like, they, they... They do a very good job of making them recognizable without mm. having them be illegal. <laughs> Which is all you can ask for, for yeah. a, a game like that. But... Yeah, it, it's it's basically an Ace Combat fan game made by people who love Ace Combat, and it 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 would if I ranked it with all the Ace Combat games, um, it'd probably be like the fifth or sixth best one, which is mm. kind of ridiculous, considering that it's a twenty five dollar indie game that was kickstarted. Mm. Um, for man, I I don't even remember how much it was kickstarted for, but it was not a lot in I mean, video game mm-hmm. development terms. But uh, but um, yeah, it, it's they obviously took inspiration from the PS2 games, which are the the best Ace Combat games, um, or at least widely considered the best by. Almost everyone. Um and they throw they throw so many ace combat references in, in it, uh it's kind of insane. Like the the one one of the main differences is that it takes place on Earth, not um a weird alternate hmm. earth with completely different yeah. land masses, which is where the um, actual ace combat takes place. Um but it's a far future Earth where some kind of calamity happened, and now, like, uh, I I haven't read all the, like, lore logs, but considering that the map has a giant hole in it where, like, a quarter of the U.S. used to be, I'm assuming that Yellowstone blew up Mm -hmm. and took a lot of the landmass with it. Yeah, apparently that happened, and, like, humanity almost died for a while, and then they came back and found all the old technology, and now, hey, we're at war again. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, they started counting years from, hmm. uh, zero again, and it, it is... The the years are like four hundred AC, which is after Calamity, and it's also
0: Ace Combat.
1: It AC is a reference to Ace Combat. It it is year yeah year, year four hundred okay, Ace Combat. That's in Ace Combat. They reset um, the timeline, or is that like in Project Half? Wing. Oh, okay. No, that, that's in Project Wingman. Like the the Calamity and all that. Like Ace Combat is just like. Um, a similar but alternate history on on this alternate Earth with completely different land masses, mm. except for Antarctica, but that that's not important. <laughs> um, but yeah, in Project Wingman, um, the calamity happens. I'm assuming mm. it's Yellowstone exploded. Um, a, a good chunk of what used to be the United States is now missing, society has reformed um to the point where there's like giant countries and federations and militaries and all that jazz um and that's where the game starts like you you're part of a mercenary group called sicario um, you play a mute pilot mm. obviously um, your code name is monarch um and all like all, all of your wingmen and like the the um, like a, a lot of your allies are um, named after like governmental pres- positions like the the leader of Sicario is mm. nicknamed Kaiser, yeah, which like is like Caesar. emperor. Um, right, it's like the the German yeah. form of yeah, Caesar. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like a derivative it, anyway. of Caesar. Um, like yeah. Um, you're named Monarch, which is obvious. Um, your your weapon systems officer, which for anyone who doesn't know, is like the the person who sits in the second seat of uh, a two seater plane. Hmm. Um, her name is her her tech name is President or Prez, hmm. and her her dialogue only shows up if you pick a two seater plane. But two seater planes are usually based on older planes, so. <laughs> they're mm. not as good so, <laughs> it, so it's good like from the pres pick a two-seater yeah like pick pick a, pick a two-seater plane if you want to hear the waifu speak is <laughs> basically how the how the fan base has interpreted that like mm. make it harder on yourself for the sake of hearing hearing this character Tell your A to eat her a whole ass, uh, mm. <laughs> like you know, in a in an angry way, not a sexy way. Mm. But anyway, so it's um, like an emperor, your wingmen, supreme leader. Yeah, there's no supreme leader as far as I know, but mm. no, um, too your wingmen part. are yeah, <laughs> your, your your wingmen are diplomat and comic. Which, um, you know, Diplomat is self-explanatory, mm. and comic, I'm assuming, is supposed to be like Jester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she's, she's kind of a hard-ass and not that funny. Uh, mm. <laughs> but we'll go with it. And uh, your first mission is destroying a lot of shit of a different mercenary corps in the Gulf of... Well what in the in the gulf of mexico um and on on the map like there all the all the modern countries don't exist anymore
2: mm.
1: but um they they do show an area on the gulf coast which is uh called the creole republic <laughs> Which, I don't know how the hell that happened. It doesn't make much sense, but I appreciate it Mm. as someone from Louisiana. Um,
0: Yeah, they they were just waiting for their opportunity to take over.
1: Yeah. You got a bunch of swamp people with shotguns (laughs) ready to take over um, the southern states in the event of a global apocalypse. Mm. Obviously. Um but yeah, you do a random job in the Gulf of Mexico and you hear, hey, um, you, you guys didn't hear about Cascadia basically rebelling against the Pacific Federation? It's like, no, we haven't. They're like, well, you better get on that. There's money to be made. Um, and the rest of the game is you working for uh, Cascadia, which is basically like the the west coast of North America from Alaska to California mm. what, like whatever's left of the land mass of the parts that I just said that hasn't that isn't basically an inland sea now because Yellowstone exploded um, basically there's there's uh, a huge federation of basically the, the Ring of Fire, like all the landmass in the Pacific. And Cascadia is one of the bigger mem- members. Like, they, they're they rich off... Uh, like, I'm, I'm going through all the lore, mm. uh, which is not... Yeah, it's not I mean, the point it's, of the yeah, game for, for but a it's... plane
0: game made by one person they definitely went all in on the history of why these planes are shooting at other planes because I, I, I yeah, you know, like, hearing cause the concept it, I thought it would be something like Fast Racing Neo which is an F-Zero game minus all the flavor that made F-Zero interesting so it's like like you get futuristic oh, no, they cars go all in. speeding down tracks but there's like no characters and they're just like sports cars
1: yeah Like no, they actually try to make it as as Ace Combat as possible, which means they they set up all the lore and like all the politics of the conflict, and then uh, kind of sidestep the specifics, Mm. so nobody gets mad. (laughs) But but yeah, like Cascadia is like we're we're tired of our resources being used to militarily expand the federation so we're going to take all our geothermal power from all the basically basically the since they're so close to the epicenter of the calamity um, there's a bunch of geothermal activity on what would now be the western coast of the United States or what used to be but anyway um, so they're like the biggest geothermal power in the world and they're they're saying no we don't want to be part of your war machine just leave us alone um, and the federation is like no <laughs> so they start a war um, half of Like the part of Cascadia that is the the part of Cascadia that is part of the fed, Federation military, um, like stays loyal to the Federation, and they basically become the bosses and the Cascadian. Um, uh, what's the word? Oh god, why can I not remember? Anyway, it, it it's basically a civil war at this point. Um you're working for Cascadia against basically the the biggest um political entity in the world. Um So you come in like as you do in Ace Combat, you come in like mostly unknown um Slowly work your way up to having a reputation as basically the most important military asset in the world. Um, everybody knows your name. They're basically sucking you off <laughs> to uh, constantly saying, "Wow, is not monarch the best? He can turn this whole mm-hmm. war around." Which is very yeah. Ace you would be like silenced. That, that's silence what happens in every you. Ace Combat. Yeah. Like in, it, it they, I, I feel like they're mostly basing it off Ace Combat 4, which um, probably does that the hardest because it's, um, in Ace Combat 4, you basically start out as a nobody and halfway through the game, it's, it's like, oh, the plane with the ribbon insignia is here we're fucking dead. (laughs) And then um, your allies are like, Mobius 1 is here? Wow, we're saved. Mm. Um, And, uh, I mean, half... Half the incidental dialogue is ripped directly from Ace Combat 4. Like, you've got your allies screaming, like, Die, USOB! Which... Is, because I mean you you've played Ace Combat Seven, you know how like there, there there's dialogue that happens on every level that's scripted, and there's a bunch of like incidental lines that will just play at random to like simulate uh, simulate the chaos of battle. Um. And most of them are just pulled straight out of Ace Combat Four.
0: Okay. So they took like all the famous sound bites that, or phrases that people
1: remember yeah like uh i can't i can't even think of of them now but like do a battle even though they
0: use bombs wisely
1: <laughs> it, it it's it's it basically like yeah it's box. basically that <laughs> It's it's the same idea. It'd be like if somebody made a fan, a fan um, game of Star Fox and oh, I mean, all every the, Star Fox, they have the to do a barrel roll. Right? Do yeah. a barrel roll. Yeah. <laughs> but w- w- one of the weird things is that there's no uh, there's no tunnel run in Project hmm. Wingman. Like there's a tunnel run in every Ace Combat game, but there isn't one okay, in Project and like the Wingman. The complete. There's actually like a pending final level. I don't. I mean there there's a there's a definite conclusion. Okay. I mean, the, the the story kind of ends hmm. because like there. There's no cutscenes in Project Wingman because I I guess they didn't want to take the resources to like model humans. Hmm. Um. Cause like it's basically all told either, either in the missions or in the briefings for the missions. Mm. Um. Except for one point, like at one point in the middle of the story, um, you know, you're just going about your business, winning the war single-handedly, <laughs> essentially, mm. and um, the the Federation. Uses like basically like dozens of many nucle- nuclear um, bombs to trigger uh, another mm. cataclysm, um, like a, a smaller one. It doesn't like destroy the earth like the first one did, but basically like the entire the entire west coast of North America is fucked up Um, and after you finish the mission where you actually where you finally find some place to land um, there is a cutscene but it's basically just like a a JPEG Mm. (laughs) that has dialogue being talked over it because they didn't have enough resources to uh, model humans talking, apparently. Um, so that's really awkward, but also when you look at it as, wow, this is a, this is an indie game with near near AAA, polish in the, the main game like there, there's a there's a lot of small details that they can't get right just because they don't mm. have the time or money but it, it 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 almost completely lives up to Ace Combat um, so like yeah I can I'll, I can take um, not having Cutscenes um, for having a twenty-five dollar Ace Combat game that mm. we could play anytime.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm sure they could always, you know, patch those but, in with like future. And updates. There, there's
1: actually two. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know if if they plan on doing a lot of like post-release content because there's there's al- there's already two game modes. There's uh, the regular campaign, which is just you know go, go through destroy all the enemies learn this the story you know the regular single player story campaign and then there's a conquest mode i think it was um where it's like a roguelike where you start a mission and as you destroy enemies you get like an alert level where the higher it gets the more stronger enemies appear but you also get more money to uh upgrade your planes and uh allies it's like it it, it's kind of uh it's kind of a measuring or um it's kind of like a weighing your options like do i want to do I want to destroy more enemies and get more resources to better fill out my, um, like, my allies and my planes? Or do I want to keep my alert level down so there are less mm. powerful enemies to fight in the first place? Also, I, did, I didn't say this before, but it, it's, like, semi-futuristic mm. technology, so there's, like, rail guns and shit. Um, flying at you which is weird that that's not in Ace Combat already because there there are rail guns and things of that nature but they're basically reserved for bosses whereas in Wingman they're like standard issue weapons on like ships and giant Hmm. airships which is Basically, like a flying battleship, but they're a lot more common. Um, also, I said this already, but the game is twenty five dollars if you have a PC and you have mm-hmm. any interest in Ace Combat. I would try, I would try it out.
0: Yeah, my my PC doesn't work well, so I probably don't.
1: Um, the end. The the my my one complete listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. It, mm. it runs fine on mine mostly. Um, I, I, I really only have two complaints about the game, and the, the first mm. is that it's very orange. Um, like, there's. In, in the first half of the game, there's a lot of different varieties of, like, locations you um, fight around. Um, like, the, the first level is, you know, it's the Gulf of Mexico. It's just a bunch of water and maybe an occasional island. Um, and then there's, you know, like, mountainous areas and, um, like, forest and things like that. But when you get to the second half of the game, um, after the the second calamity happens, it's like... Well, everything is lava now, so there's orange everywhere. Um, so the the ground is orange and the sky is orange and mm. the enemy is using rail guns, which are also orange. <laughs> so it gets kind of overwhelming. Um, like just the amount of this very bright and kind of annoying color mm. that's on the screen at once can get overwhelming. I I read that they were kind of patching it down to where it's yeah. not as bright, so maybe it's easier to look at now. But uh yeah. That and the ending kind of sucks because like they they kind of build up to the final boss. Mm. Like, you fight him, like, three or four times in the story. But there's no real Mm. connection there. He just kind of hates you for no reason. Like, it it seems like they were trying to combine two final bosses from Ace Combat 4 and Ace Combat 0. But they just didn't set it up Mm. enough to where... I actually care what this asshole is saying. Um, so yeah, that's kind of annoying because they they nailed it so good right up to the end also the the music is hit or miss, but the 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 best the best ones like the the music for the final fight is really good, and the music for the big air mission um cold war is also very good it's mm. it's like right under peak ace combat music um so yeah it's basically just in another ace combat game and i love it and all the problems i have with it are relatively small um, I wish it was on PS4 because it would probably run better. But uh, like I said, they 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 worked mm. with what they had. Yeah, maybe if and it does it well enough, came run, you know, like it came out very good. Like it's yeah, I I have no idea what their future plans are for the game. Like I I would love if they made another one, but even Mm. if they did it probably wouldn't be out for it at least like five years I would assume yeah like they they probably would be better off just like making substantial DLC for Project Wingman and then Mm. and then like maybe making another one later like yeah, I, I, but I, I don't know what their plans are. They're, they're fucking heroes either way. <laughs> they, they turn nothing into something great. And I, I very much appreciate it, even if mm. I don't think it's perfect. Because like, I, I, I knew it was coming out in December for a long time, but I never really wanted to talk about it because Mm. it's Mm. like well if it's bad i don't want to get my hopes up right because when when you hear a fan game of your favorite series that actually has some you know money and design put behind it you're like oh that sounds awesome but also i have no idea if it's going to be good or not Mm. so i I don't want to get hyped up for it but damn they knocked it out the park Actually if anybody wants to try it, I will like message me on Discord. I'll I'll, I'll buy you a Steam copy. Like uh well like the first two people. How, yeah. how about the that? The first two is of a Christmas the, gift. The six if people. Anyone listen listening, this, any of the Who also you know,
0: have a gaming piece
2: and and of game.
1: Yeah. If if
2: mm.
1: Yeah. If you have a Steam account, message me, I'll buy you a copy of Project mm. Wingman message me on Discord and I will give you my Steam account and then I will buy a project Wingman mm. for you because I want more people to buy it because it it's kind of amazing what they accomplished with you know like mm. Kickstarter itself like rarely comes out with any success stories. So the fact that an Ace yeah. Combat one yeah, and- um, came out really well just makes me happy, and the the fact that it was made by fans.
0: Yeah, like it-
1: Oh, also the voice acting is hit and miss <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's basically that they, they. I don't. I don't think they hired like you know they're not going to hire like super prominent voice actors. I, I think they they probably hired professionals for like the the main five or six characters and then everyone else is just like ace combat fans who um mm. who like volunteered for the project i would assume but any anyway that that's just another thing i wanted to bring up but anyway you could say what you were uh, yeah. going to say just now
0: oh i was just going to say if if um yeah if- whoever you know takes you up on your offer is on the discord then you can talk about it on the gaming box and you know take the box back from all the kingdom hearts that have taken oh so yeah q5s can't do it alone
1: yeah it's been very kingdom hearts centric lately mm. um at at least Hugh 5s was a, <laughs> a nice break yeah
0: yeah, I mean, like I thought about talking about Assassin's Creed on there yesterday, but I know if I do, it's just gonna turn to how shitty Ubisoft is as a company and the way it treats people, which is fair. But I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I'm trying to talk about the game. I'm not trying to talk about
1: the company. I mean, full all around. Yeah. in general. Also, cyber. Do you want to talk about cyberpunk? Because I, I don't. It crashed and burned so <laughs> hard
0: that it's been pulled off the Xbox and PlayStation stores. Because they were having to give out so many refunds.
1: Yeah, what... What What a shit show. I, I really... Like, it's been beaten I mean, at that I, I was not I interested really in it even before it came out. It.
0: So, I mean, dunking on it is just kind of fun. Yeah. It's uh, a thing that was talked about a lot, and then it just... hit the fan so hard.
1: It... Like, it 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 would be pretty sad to me if it wasn't for the fact that um, the company lied about basically everything they mm. were doing i mean i didn't realize the game was in um, development for that they, they basically years, lied cuz
0: all i've heard about for cd project red is witcher and then i figured like okay witcher 3 wrapped up they're making this cyberpunk game now and why is everyone so excited about this and oh it, it's a it's a mess cuz it came out and it wasn't done yet but apparently, they've been making it
1: for what, like ten yeah. years. Yeah. And then you've got all the people like, oh, well, of of course, um, it's not going to run well on a PS4. It, it it's a it's a next gen game. You're playing it on a last gen console. It's like it's been in development for six yeah, they fucking would have years. Yeah, they've been making it for that hardware. <laughs> like, right? Like, shut like shut the fuck up (laughs) Yeah, I mean even you know if Uh, if
0: they make like an old gen version and a new gen version it seems like as long as you know like I don't know the graphics or whatever so it runs like it seems like that should be just a thing they can do especially if they were making it for that platform
1: like yeah what is the
0: game doing that it's still a thing even
1: if it was yeah like, even even if it was designed for PS5 uh, and then downscaled for PS4, like, they're, they're still fucking yeah. selling it for PS4. It's not like somebody ripped it and yeah. and turned it into a PS4 copy. Like, what the fuck are you... Uh, people just want to be apologists mm. for things that they hyped up for years and don't want to admit that they're bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Duke Nukem Forever is a great game. Okay, but that's that's it. I have no... <laughs> uh I i can't wait mm. for Half Life 3.
0: <laughs> no, we need uh, like 20 more Half Life 2s uh, before they'll get to 3.
1: Yeah, Half Life 2 chapter 69 win.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, at least like they drop you know, even calling things Half Life 2. I know it's Half Life Alex. It's. Yep. You know, like you take like the Assassin's Creed approach and you just drop the number. And then people don't know what the number is anymore.
1: Can't wait for Half-Life Bob. Mm. Yeah, uh, I
0: don't remember Bob. I've only played Half-Life 2.
1: Half-Life Stan is going to be really good.
0: Mm. Half-Life Crowbar. You you just play (laughs) as the crowbar. There's there's no Gordon anymore. The crowbar came to life on
1: its own. Is is that the one that had the fan expansion that was Half-Life Dildo?
0: Probably, yeah. It, it would make sense. It, it uses the same mechanics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I think we're done bitching about things. <laughs> I'm 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 mm-hmm. actually really glad I got to talk about Project Wingman, which I I really like. Um, after <laughs> bitching about Star Wars, and then sandwiching it with bitching about Cyberpunk for like mm-hmm. two minutes. <laughs>
0: Mildly bitching about Cyberpunk, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean like the game people, that neither of us has played or has any interest in playing. Yeah. like the I don't I don't care how fucking good the content of the game is, it's it's a travesty <laughs> like what mm. game companies know they can get away with. But that's enough of that. I, I'm I'm done. Um mm. Mary christmas happy new year um happy bj day i guess is that a thing mm. i assume it is
2: yeah.
0: i don't know after this i'm gonna go do I think my that's D&D the... campaign we're celebrating christmas Okay. in my house we're having a <laughs> Christmas party and someone is going to die and not by my hand i don't know about that i'm gonna be very mad when it happens
2: we're doing <laughs> make, like a clue style make somebody, mystery.
1: So. Make, make somebody fart themselves to death, apropos of nothing. Just have a <laughs> have a character that <laughs> just comes in and farts themselves to death, and then I mean, it sounds like that should be again. a magic
0: spell. Like, Tasha's hideous farting, and and you just yeah. fart to death from it.
1: Yeah, or the the villain make him really overpowered, but then um. Before he kills somebody, just have have him fart himself to death, mm. or herself to death. Girl farts are funny too, mm. <laughs> or themselves to death. Non-binary farts are funny too. Um,
0: but it has to be anal gas, right? Also, you know, anywhere else <laughs> then it's yeah. not as funny.
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it right there because if we go any further I'm gonna throw up. Hmm. I don't want to think of gas coming out of any other orifices. No burps. That's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs>